the world. Hey, Spokane, welcome back to the Milestone Squadcast. My name is Sean. Thank you for joining me. Today I'm joined by Philip Tyler. Hey, man. I do want to My thank brother. this man because you helped me get started, right? Yes, and sir. I didn't think I could do this. Yes, sir. You and Jen Thomas. So I've been wanting to say that to you. Man, respect. Um, that was what, six months ago? Yeah, or more. more yeah, actually more. So thank you. Uh, we also got Chief Mido here from the Spokane Police Department, uh, Sheriff Ozzy and Latrice Williams. We're going to be talking about the rise of gang violence uh, in our communities, kids killing kids, and why is nobody talking about it. So we already kind of got into it uh, just a few minutes ago. I had to kind of stop us. But you were saying that Latrice had kind of reached out and started trying to yeah, yeah. She had a conversation. Yeah, in yeah. January, right? Yeah, it, it, it was about January, and 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 what's 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 interesting about that is, is you know the the sheriff and the chief have been talking about this since back in 2015, right? Uh, and and many 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 uh, times since then, but it was in January when when Latrice reached out to me and and was was questioning why isn't uh, our loudest voices in the community our community partners our elected mm. officials mm. Uh, not talking about young black men dying in the streets of Spokane when right. when they are yelling and marching and protesting uh, uh, for 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 uh, brothers losing their lives in other cities and if if black lives truly matter in all spaces as i interpret her her, her uh, email, why aren't they marrying in Spokane? And I'm not going to speak anymore because Latrice is right here. Right she, here she can yeah. talk to that. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I, what it stemmed from is that, uh, you know, because I'm out in the community all the time and I'm, so I'm, I'm a realtor and I'm always kind of just in the community. Right. And um, watching the news um, and seeing just one, to, like sometimes, okay, this is an accident, but now there's like five, six, seven. And so I was on Facebook, which is my platform, um, and I was like crying out basically through words, like, "What is going on here?" Yeah. yeah. And literally crying as I'm as I'm writing it, and I didn't really expect an answer. I just, I mean, I just wanted to just share what I was feeling, yeah. and um, just like he said, I mean, I feel like it, at the time we we had a lot going on with Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and and all the big bigger names that have been affected nationally, um, nationally, right? right. Yeah. And then yeah. and then I'm seeing this in my own hometown, mm. so I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, so to go even further, you know, I'm from East Central, and so a lot yeah, of it was happening in East Central. So you know, are, I grew up walking down the streets, going right. to Horseman's, going right. to the East Central Community Center, and so, and a lot of that was right, literally right yeah. there on the corner yeah. of um, Fifth and Fisk, which mm -hmm. is where Horseman's is, or was uh, something else now. But so um, that just it drew my heart, and I don't want to take up too much time, but so that's kind of what draws us here today and I just we want answers we want I want to be able to um, speak to those right. people who who may think and I'm gonna speak on the female side but you may think that um, you know they somebody is leading you is the right way yes, um, I just want to make sure that people know that loyalty goes both ways 
there i mean you know it's got to be reciprocated that means right. if i give you something you give it back to me right um and and it's got to be in the right way and it's got to be in a positive fashion not you know make sure that you know what you're being loyal to and, mm -hmm. and like i said before we got on camera is that um a lot of people we, we all grew up needing or, or building that family relationship right and some people have broken homes so some people sure. are you are gonna find a family outside of a family because that's just the way god created us that's right exactly he, he created, created us, us like that so right. um i don't think it's good to say that we're gonna take this completely away from people but help let it, let's educate people right, on right. what are you actually following who are you being loyal to and what is it that what and are what's you doing the real outcome of it right? exactly yeah. exactly and i think that's why it's important like you bring the that that perspective of a young female, and then I'm on the other end of the perspective of a young male, and, and like I know what they're thinking, I know what their mindset is, and being 41 years old, I still battle with that, having to like, whoa, stop, stop, because right. it's easy to just go back to that uh -huh. that uh, self-centered mentality, and I'm gonna get it all, I'm gonna get mine, like, and and is. It's a struggle. So that's why, like, when I speak to these, these boys, I tell them, um, first off, if you play with your life, you're going to pay with your life. Mm -hmm. And if, you're wait, if you wait until you're in your late 30s, it's almost impossible. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah. Like, even now, I almost every day I got to remind myself, like, you're not that same dude. Like, you can't do this or you can't do that. You can't even think like that because of what it also leads to in, in my my actions yeah. and reactions that, that that what you make a good point is, is that you waited to the late 30s what we're seeing now and, and the chief of sheriff can speak to this is they're in their teens mm -hmm. early teens that was when that i was pulling the trigger and, and was, taking lives right. and these kind of things and and i'm gonna go real quick you said self-centered we are here as what we call the coalition of the willing right right because this is not about self-promotion. This is about preservation of lives. And what yeah. we are doing and what we're going to be doing, you're going to be seeing this coming up soon, is right. challenging these community groups, yes. these elected officials, these our neighbors, these, these churches, these pastors. Yeah. Um, why aren't you being that moral voice? Why, why aren't you, as Latrice said, helping to educate our neighbors about right. the impact of gang violence on right. the community, on the family. Um, yes. We can talk about social determinants of crime and, and these kind of things, poverty, lack of education, you know, family, right. income inequality and all that, but the roots of it are the family. Mm -hmm. And this violence, this gang violence, this behavior, right. we're talking right. about behavior, not talking about beings, right. we're talking right. about gang activity, right. is mm -hmm. destroying the family, which is the root of our community. Right. And right. nobody's talking about it. Right. And so you you mentioned about uh, the chief and the sheriff talking about this. What 2015 you said? Actually, Longer than that. Actually, I can't remember a time when the gang and gang violence hasn't been a topic uh, in Spokane. Uh, when I first came here, 1996, uh, this community was still in denial. You know, one of your former chiefs, Terry Magnan, yeah. was chastised for even using the word gang you know it's Spokane it doesn't doesn't exist can't can exist here well it does exist here it has always exist here and one of the worst parts of it is in 2013 the youth of this community reached out to their pastors and said help us are you serious help us goosebumps man 
We are tired of watching our friends, our family members, and we're afraid of dying. Now, what did we do? You know, collectively, what did we do? You marched. We do what, you know, what we always do. We, we put on a, you know, a march from Liberty to Mission, Mission Park. Parks. Uh, we stood up on our soapboxes. We said words. And we missed one of the key opportunities to save these young people because they wanted to be saved at that point. That was 2013? 2013. Those same kids that are doing the violence now were at those marches. Mm. And they were just little at that point. Wow. And I remember- If they're still around. I remember playing with them, because I, I know some of these kids, mm -hmm. and talking with them, and now they're the ones dying. And, you know, the chief and I in March of this year stepped out in front of the cameras and went, help. At that point, we had had more drive-by shootings uh, in the first quarter than we've, we'd ever seen. And that's the ones we knew of, because many of these things are not being reported to us. Right. And we had four dead kids at that point. Mm. We have six dead kids now. Mm. And I was amazed that, as you stated, lack of outcry lack of we need to do something from the community but the what the chief and i got was backlash we were called racist white supremacist uh we're just too law and order and i was like wait a minute we're talking about young people dying right these are kids right these are somebody's babies these are somebody's brothers sisters right. what are we talking you what know we, and yeah. you're sitting there talking about racism you're talking about white supremacy. Why aren't you talking about the killings? Exactly. And that part. truly, yeah. if, if we truly mean that all lives matter, black lives matter, where is everybody? And I'm, right. I'm really disappointed in many of our community leaders because they went dead silence. You have not heard from them, nothing at all from, especially the loudest voices but it's not, it's counter to the narrative they want to push. That's just my perspective. Yeah, it's, it's like this unspoken tragedy nobody wants to speak about, and we see it growing and growing and growing, and we're trying to find ways of how do we stop our youth from killing each other, and it finally reached ahead. We had five or six youth dead. And right. um, talking to my major even this morning, he confirmed that the gangs that we are dealing with, there's no common theme or common enterprise or anything along those lines. It's, they're doing it in essence, he's saying, for recreation. Mm. So there's a, a gap or a yeah. hole in their life yeah. somewhere that this for them is, is almost like a, a recreation. That may be oversimplifying it. But what did he say? There's no what? There's no common theme to it. They're not doing it because yeah. they're they're wanting to um, engage in just this type of activity or that. It's almost like a, a recreation, which is, is an oversimplification yeah. for yeah. sure. But the sheriff and I were, were trying to, to stop the shootings. And, yeah. and unfortunately, by the time we get involved, we usually stop those through arrests. Uncooperative victims, uncooperative family members, nobody would talk to us. And so mm. our effort in March was we need the community's help. We have to have the community's help because we're hitting a wall. Yeah. And so when we came out in, in March and said, please help us stop these killings, um, the, the backlash to me was actually, actually surprising because there didn't seem to be any traction anywhere in this community about the number of deaths through drive-bys that were, were gang-related and yeah. proven to be gang-related. So, so that brings us to where Philip comes in, Latrice comes in, and a lot of the, the coalition of the willing is like we had the community say, we're going to help you. 
and, and we know that we may not be popular in some circles, but we're going to do it because we need to stop the killings. Yeah. Right, right. And one of the things that, you know, after that experience, I went, okay, I, these people have gone dead silence on us. Who do I reach out to anymore? I reached out to Phil. I called Phil and said, Phil, we got dead kids. You got kids dying. Yeah. What are we going to do about it? And he said, I have an idea. I've been talking to members of the community. And I said, fine, let's pull everybody together. And we've been talking and putting things together uh, for the last three months. Um, we're about ready to announce a major effort. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, we're going to work towards saving our youth yeah. and providing an opportunity to break that cycle. Yeah. Let me let me say this, because I know the, 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 the sheriff, as you're a politician, uh, uh, and the chief, uh, and appointed chief, both white men, are maybe a little, uh, um, have a little angst about saying it, Latrice and I will. When you say these young kids that have been dying, uh, up until the young uh, white male that was shot out in the valley, it's been young black men. Five to six. We need to say that. Right. We need to say that. And these young black men's lives have been taken at the hands of other young black men and a young black woman uh, in one of the cases. You can't be afraid to say that. Right, right. We can't be afraid to talk about it. Right, right. Not, be, not, be, not because if we don't, if we don't, uh, uh, like like Teresa said earlier, you get young sisters that are driven down a wrong path. And, mm -hmm. and by the grace of God, this woman right here has pulled she out of it and as an example right. to tell you all that nonsense that you may be hearing. Mm -hmm. Right. Is not going to do anything for you. Wow, that's good, right? right there. And 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 if if we remain silent, yeah. if we remain silent, it's going to be more lives lost and, and less like more young black lives. Now we're seeing white lives affected too, mm -hmm. right? right? And and gang violence begets drug violence, begets property violence, begets this human so this trafficking, be, domestic human tra violence. So this is an issue for every citizen, every community, community right. every church to, to, to be a part of. And, and we are blessed to have, you talked with his father in 2013, we're blessed to have Pastor James Watkins coming into this coalition, and that's going to be that voice that's going to help us push this narrative even further, right. uh, deeper into the community in, in his connection. So it's important to say, though, say it's been young black men dying. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we're going to end on that uh, for part one, and we're going to take a break and come back for part two. So just keep tuning in. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot to discuss, a lot of realities we need to really come to grips with um, and stop turning a blind eye. I'm going to touch more a little bit about that in the next segment. So thank you for tuning in. Sam, you got us?